Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash iopanel. With over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Kindle, Android, or MP3 player. I can't wait for Evan or Michael to get this and tell me all about it. So would it, um, it would it expand the volume slightly and make it more taut to provide a, a, a more impactful sensation? Yes, it's like a like pendulous. Ooh. Pendulous is the word she'll use. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, she said she'll say his thrust had a pendulous action, you know, because the the, the hefty balls will be slapping against her clitorati, and it'll be very exciting. <laughs> the secret ruler so. of the world, the clitorati. <laughs> I am the click commando. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the IO Panel Podcast, episode 38. I'll be your host for this evening's show. Um, before we start, I'd just like to play a little something. Alright, that's enough of that. Just wanted to get it out of the way. Merry uh, Chris Mahana Kwanzaa, everyone. Um, joining me this week as always, co-host, I, f- I think it's co-host 1A, James, how are you? Hey, what's up, man? Good to hear from you again. And co-host 1A, subsection 4, Mike, how are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Hanging in there? Yes. I am hanging in there. Is this the week, or we do a few more? Don't weeks? spoil it; that'll ruin the office pool. That's right. <laughs> Anyways, good to be back with you guys. Um, do you have any important things to report on since last week in your in your personal lives? Any major developments or things we think the uh, the audience member should know about? No, not me. Okay. Same old, same old. Fair enough. Yes, we all live very exciting lives, everyone. Be jealous. Okay, so we'll just get in, get into some news here. Uh, the first article I posted uh, is about silkworms who have been shown to integrate graphene and carbon nanotubes into their spun silk. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. So some scientists sprayed uh, a mist of water containing, I believe it was 0.2% uh, by weight of carbon nanotubes or graphene onto the food that the silkworms ate and subsequently connect collected Sorry, their, um, their cocoons, which is typically how silk is harvested. It's not just like ripped out of them and put onto a spool. And uh, after some further analysis, they discovered that the the graphene and carbon nanotube material had been integrated into the silk and was up to 50% stronger uh, and also began to conduct electricity, which is pretty badass. So some possible... Wow, holy shit. It's awesome. Now, obviously, it's probably not super efficient to do this right now, but the fact that it can be done is pretty pretty amazing. Um, So, you know, it could be used in... 
like medical prosthetics that are, can be even biodegradable or sorry, medical implants, um, quote unquote, smart clothing, you know, quite a few different uses. It's a fairly short article, but um, there are some links within the article, which could be pretty interesting. So I, I liked that one. Any thoughts, feelings? Um, I think it's a great, uh, <laughs> I think it'd be a great, a great thing for, um, once they figure out how to, how they can fabricate it themselves, uh, like out of a machine, maybe like that's sort of one step closer to, um, but James, we are part of nature. Elevators. We need yeah. to utilize nature to better everything. Yeah, right. I can only imagine that. I'd like to order some uh, some whatever. Okay, it'll be like six months yeah. for the uh, silkworms to make it <laughs> <laughs> to make a make a fortified mixture. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> now, how far away do you think this is to sprinkling gold dust on your food to make your dookie twinkle? It's the same. It's exact the same thing. exact thing. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, the same exact thing. Yep. Except I know if I sprinkle gold dust in my food, the gold's going to be all mixed in the center or something, and I won't see it. So that, like, glorious 30 seconds of, like, tolerating looking at poop to see it sprinkle, see it see it twinkle, is going to be totally, like, like just blown, like, ugh, it's a regular dookie. <laughs> Except it's like a fucking $35 dookie. $35? You know? Well, you know, gold gold's cheap now, man. Oh, is it? I, I haven't been uh, keeping track. No, no, I don't know if it's cheap or not, but, you know, you, gold dust, I mean. Like, that was a $400 shit. I'm going to dig through this until I see some sparkle, God damn it! And then your hands yeah, are all covered true. in shit. And what are you going to do with your life? Oh, you got to cut them off. There's no choice. Yeah, and then you get some silkworm hand, carbon nanotube prosthetic hands, and you're awesome. See? Nature relates to nature. It's the circle of life. I'll say it's full circle. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, uh, moving to the next article, Amazon is looking to get into the distribution business even further. So in case you guys don't know how the OTR, or over-the-road trucking, works, most um, 18-wheelers are independently owned, and they have to go through a, a third-party like booking agent to tell them you know, where to go to pick up uh, items, where to deliver them, stuff like that. So that third-party broker typically takes about 15% of their profit. So Amazon is looking to get into that business, which will help connect truckers with um, distributors, and everything moves more smoothly. Now, I think this is personally a good thing. I mean, to make Amazon bigger, it'll probably streamline their service even further. And like most um, like third-party brokers and, and relationships like that, it's he heavily engrossed in politics. So like the truck drivers are trying to undercut other truck drivers and, you know, just screw people over so they get more business. It's a pretty shady business, honestly. Um, and I'm sure this will piss off a lot of people. I hope it's successful. Um, I don't know if this will lead to Amazon having their own fleet like UPS or something, you know, I really don't know about that, but they're already on um, their way to that. Are they? Oh yeah. They already had, Summarize. they bought their own company. They bought a, a company called laser ship. Laser ship. Pew, 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 pew. 
Yeah, it's horrible. Is it? Well, maybe yeah. they'll make it better. Receive a laser ship and see how you feel after after the experience. <laughs> Did I just get laid? <laughs> what just happened? Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, I'm surprised so, you haven't uh, you haven't seen them yet, Evan. I mean, FedEx is like the predominant shipper around here. So if I see trucks, it's usually FedEx. Yep. Um, so yeah, I hope they do well. This is a nearly trillion dollar a year business. Uh, and I think they have the, the backbone to make it happen if they want to. Okay. The next thing I'd like to talk about is our favorite company, Apple. As we all know, not long ago, they released the new versions of the uh, MacBook and MacBook Pro. And one of the tempting features about them was a claimed 10-hour battery life or up to 10-hour battery life. Very few people are seeing that, though. And, you know, that's meant to be up to 10 hours, like playing iTunes, casual web browsing or typing emails and stuff. Most people, myself included, and probably you guys, you know, if we're if we open up an application and we're not using it, we'll just minimize. We won't like fully close it out. So all those things on a laptop, they sort of eat away at the battery a little bit. Now, apparently, a lot of people are getting sub six hour times, and to me, six hours on a laptop battery is still really good. So I probably wouldn't complain myself. But even uh, other people are getting like three hours of battery life. So in in, I don't know if it's out yet, but um, in the update to macOS 10.12.2, they are supposedly going to try and alleviate this, but not in a way that makes any sense. So what they think is that it's all in your head, and you're just concerned with the the time remaining on your battery. So what they're going to do in the update is when you hover over the battery life indicator, it will no, sh it no longer show you how much time is remaining on the battery because they think it's a distraction. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, yeah. So they're not actually. It's, it's BS. They're just saying they're just hiding it now. Yeah. So it's like you know, if you if you are not concentrating on the fact that you have two hours of battery life left, you'll just go about your business, and you know, time will move more slowly. And you will perceive it more slowly, and then it's a it's a PR disaster waiting to happen, basically. But it's quite an interesting way to solve a problem. Basically, just hide it. <laughs> so, two thumbs up, Apple. Well, I've seen this done before. Mm -hmm. Long ago, when uh, Pentium fours were first a thing. Oh yeah, they were. I mean, those were garbage. But go on. I think I forget if it was Toshiba or who it was. I think it was Toshiba. They had a problem with laptops overheating, so they pushed out an update, a BIOS update, to solve the problem. And what it was doing, it it downclocked the CPU. <laughs> oh, nice. So it made your computer slower. I mean, that's. That's like maybe the birthplace of how modern laptops are because the only way they get so much battery life is to downclock the processors, you know, between quote unquote intense work or whenever you're not really using it. 
So even if you have like uh, the newer i5s or something, if you have a, a dual core four thread, you know, 2.5 gigahertz or something like that, <laughs> when you're not really using it for anything, it'll go down to like 600 megahertz. Which is pretty cool that they can do that. Um, but for, for someone who doesn't realize, if you think, oh, I can use the full resources of this for, you know, even say seven hours, it's not going to happen. Right. That's all I had for news. Um, should we move on to, uh, I think Mike put this in, something about our constitution. Right. We the people love bananas. <laughs> yes, that is the first line. That is in of... the Constitution. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Actually, that's in the that goes back to the Magna Carta. I think um, it does. And Nicolas Cage had to put lemon juice on it to see it. It was. It was. It was, it was it's a banana map. A map to the banana fields in the middle of Washington D.C. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the Native American bananas. Um, yep. <laughs> So <clears throat> there's a, a uh, there was a, a case recently in the state of Florida, and the court initially said, "No, you can't force this guy to give you the passcode to his iPhone." Then I guess the the state or whatever uh, appealed it, so it went to the next the next level. And they actually overturned the lower court's ruling and they said the police could force this person to tell them the passcode to get into his phone. Now, in the past, this has been ruled as like testifying against yourself. Right. Which is what the Fifth Amendment is supposed to protect us from. One, two, three, four, fifth. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Dave Chappelle taught us well. Correct. So, <clears throat> yeah, so this is kind of troubling now that this court in Florida said, nah. And they're saying, well, we didn't actually ask him to produce evidence. We just asked him to allow access to this device so i wonder if in that case his lawyers could then argue that anything on that phone could not be used as evidence if if the prosecution is calling it not evidence Hmm. but that'd have to be some good lawyering Mm -hmm. and as we know about the legal system it's about who presents the best argument not what's right Mm mm-hmm but I I don't know. I always think like if the court rules that I have to indict myself or is that the right word? Indict myself? Like present. Um, incriminate. Incriminate. Okay. Incriminate so like if I had something on my phone that had to be used in a court of law, but I didn't want to unlock it. And they were like, you have to unlock it. How can they force me? Yes, I will go to jail. Understood. But it would I would still not unlock it. They would have to, yeah, I guess you'd be in contempt of court. Yeah, what are they going to use, the mind bender on you? Yeah. I mean, come on, that's not a thing. <laughs> so you have to do it. You know, they'd, be like, nope. they'd be like, give me your password. I'd be like, no. Fuck! 
fuck, we're stumped. <laughs> you know, let's fucking water torture his ass. Yeah. Okay. Well. No, I mean, uh... yeah, you could you could not give them access, but I mean, they they could. From what I understand, you could be held in contempt, and that could be indefinite. Yeah. I guess that's when you weigh: is your life better in jail or out of jail? In jail, I mean, you have a tight knit community. You can learn a lot from the other, uh, the other members. Um, you have a bed to sleep in, hot meals. You know, Evan, you look like good. you look like you're getting ready. Your uh, oh, I'm always ready. Your outfit. There. I'm always I'm I'm ready to to make that decision every second of my life. <laughs> so I'm from the streets, man. I am from the streets. <laughs> yeah. So, no one go down to Florida. Well, we already knew that, but yeah. Just just cut cut along the border and uh let it drift off into the ocean because that's how tectonic plates work. That's not how tectonic plates work. Build a wall secluding Florida from the rest of the continental US. I'll build a wall. <laughs> See, I did it. Florida, a.k.a. Cuba number two. That's right. So well, that's good. I, I say uh, don't unlock your phone. Fuck them. <clears throat> yep. Yep. You should have erased the damn thing, but whatever. Yeah, we should all we should uh, examine how to do that. It's not hard. Especially on an iPhone. Yeah. But I'm sure it's the same on Android. Just go to settings, whatever, whatever. Wipe. You know. I guess we could all have a burn box. So you don't need all that. Now there's an idea. Just set it ablaze. <laughs> I've come aflame. Mandalay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, on an iPhone, right. you, you just go to a setting that says erase all content and settings. Will that, like, wipe, totally wipe the device? Or can some clever uh, forensic gentleman get anything back? Only if he has a top hat. Uh, monocle optional? Mm. It's it's optional, but it's highly recommended. Hi, yeah. Yeah, no, they can't recover anything if you do that. Okay. Well, it's good to know. Um, who's going to talk about the Great AI Awakening? So I put that in here, and I'll be honest, it's a very long article, and I didn't read all of it. Uh, a lot of it is surrounding Google and Basically, it's, it starts off, they talk about Google has enhanced their uh, Google Translate feature. Okay. And what did, wasn't it already capable of, like, live translation? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Now it just doesn't suck. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, now they said, like, it's like a quantum leap better than, than it was. Nice. Mm-hmm. Like, they showed us a translation of the old one, and then a translation of the new one in this article. 
and it's night and day. How good is it with uh, Scottish accents? You know, I I bet it could handle it. Hmm. I bet. Amazing. <clears throat> like in there in this example, they're talking about they uh they did it from Japanese to English. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, and they have the original and then the new one, and the new one is pretty pretty damn good. Here's a great thing about Google's AI. Um, my Google Assistant and uh, my Google Home is fucking garbage. Really? So I don't give a fucking shit if it can translate anything. Because guess what? I'm not speaking to someone Japanese. I'm just trying to fucking find out what a stock was two weeks ago. <laughs> and it can't do that. It's a fucking idiot. Okay, Google. What's American Airlines stock uh, today? As of 7.47 p.m. Eastern Standard Time last Friday, American Airlines Group is trading at $47.90 per share after hours on NASDAQ. Thank you. Okay, now. That seemed pretty useful. That. Okay, am I going? Yeah, it seemed pretty useful. But you know what? If you're really into stocks, you want to know what the stock was maybe previously, maybe a couple months ago, maybe a couple years ago. You know, you got to get it out. You got to figure out, you know, so you can make an informed decision. Okay, Google, what was American Airlines stock three weeks ago? Sorry, I'm not sure how to help with that yet. Okay, Google, what was American Airlines stock on Thursday? As of 7.47 p.m. Eastern Standard Time last Friday, American Airlines group is trading at $47.90. <laughs> Yo, go fuck yourself. Okay, Google. Go fuck yourself. Okay. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure you don't. You're a fucking Fair liar. Fair point. Can you ask it, what was American Airlines stock price uh, December 2015? Okay, Google. What was American Airlines stock price December 2015? Sorry, I'm not sure how to help. Okay. Okay, Google. How do you say December in Japanese? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Holy like, shit. Not that's, fucking, that's fucking nightmare <laughs> fuel. Okay, Google. Read me a haiku in Japanese. I don't know haikus. Oh. Patience, you fucking. You hear that? Was that the haiku? Patience. No, it was like Patience Grass. I don't know haikus. Patience Grasshopper. It might have been a haiku. I don't know. <laughs> okay, Google. Cool. Cool. Read me something in Japanese. Sorry, I'm not sure how to help. Fuck. All right, anyway, you, you've made your point. Yeah. Your purchases yeah. were a waste. For now. Yeah, so the thing, my, my point is that Google does all this really awesome stuff. They do all this great AI work and everything else. And you know what? They don't never tie any of this shit together. You know? So you invest. So as a consumer, you invest your money in all of Google's great innovation. And none of it's complete. It's like a half. It's like promises and fucking, you know, it's like a hand job without the finish, man. I mean, it's so frustrating. I, I understand exactly where you're coming from. Is this article even about Google? What is this article kind of, about? Well, look, <laughs> it has what are we talking it, about? It's not just about Google. Well, let me make one one little uh, suggestion, James. Since you're upset about this, you found something that needs to be fixed. I suggest you learn how to fix it. 
You could be a, the savior of the human race. You know how to fix it? Yep. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> okay. Ba- back, to, happy juice. back to the article. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. Sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. I would suggest, honestly, this looks like a very interesting article about how they got to where they are and, you know, the history of it and this and that, but it looks like quite a long article. So if you have time, go ahead and read it. But uh, basically, their AI is getting better and better every day. As you can see, it works flawlessly by the demonstration that James gave us. And, well, it's only going to get better. And not only is Google doing this, but we know that Apple's doing it with Siri. Amazon is doing it with Alexa and... Facebook is working on their own kind of stuff, you know, kind of a little different way, but it's fucking creepy. Dude, sorry to interrupt you. Amazon, they know what you want. They know what you need. That's the it's it's horrible. It's super creepy and it's super sketchy. But you know what? Amazon is thinking like how would a regular person use this? Like how can we make this useful? You know? I mean, I I, I use this I try to use Google okay, I try to use this like once a week, once a day, you know, but most, in most cases I can't, I'm almost asking myself, why did I buy this? Can like, you train it? Money. It gets better the more you talk to it, but if you have nothing you can ask to it, ask it, then it's like, come on. If I was Google, if I was going to make this thing, I would have been like, look, Emma's Alexis had like several, you know, Years and se- a year and several months to really get it out there, get add-ins, get API stuff going on. Let's not put something out until we've done that. So what's happening is they put this thing out, and people are going to get it and say, "Well, it's not as useful as Alexa." Okay, and it'll be marginalized by the time they get the get the actual software out to developers to make something happen. And it's sad because they have more data than than uh, Alexa than than what's called does. Yeah. You know, I just wasn't sure if if you ask it something and it's like, sorry, I'm not sure how to help you. If you can be like, okay, this is what I was asking for. No, you can't do that. Okay, give me an example. What do you want me to ask? I'll ask it something. Um, what is I don't know. Since we were talking about stocks, what is the average AMD stock price for the last five years? Okay, Google. What's the average AMD stock price for the last five years? My apologies. I don't understand. Okay. Michael, you have any requests? Tell me the saddest story you can. Okay, Google. Tell me the saddest story you can tell me. I don't understand. I have a sad story since you mentioned that. Oh boy! Uh, a friend of mine from you no, know, a friend of mine from Quake Live had uh, he would always say like the saddest poem ever written. Baby shoes for sale, never worn. Oh, oh! Thank you, Evan. That's so sad. No problem. That warms my heart. This is <laughs> this is what I need to help me sleep tonight. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Just thought I'd, I'd let you guys know about that. Yeah. Moving on. Wait, wait, wait. I'll fix this. Okay, Google. Tell me a joke. Okay, here you go. Why are archaeologists so annoyed? They always have a bone to pick. Fucking third grade (laughs) jokes. 
fucking kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like hundreds of those, man. <laughs> it's got like hundreds of those. No, wait, wait. Before we go, I know we're. I know I did not write this in the show notes. I'm just going off because I'm fucking angry. But I'll show you the only thing this thing's good for. Okay, Google, what's going on today? Good evening, James. It is 9:43 p.m. The weather in Jessup currently is 35 degrees and partly cloudy, with a high of 44 degrees. Have a wonderful day. Here's the latest news from NPR News Summary at 9 p.m. today. Support for this podcast and the okay, Google. Come from Munch. Stop. So what happens is it'll play these podcasts, like snippets, of like the Bloomberg P&L, NPR News Today, or whatever. And normally on the weekends they're like from Friday, but that's kind of cool, you know. So it'll play, it'll play, it'll play that stuff. But I mean, if you're like, if you're not into NPR, you think NPR is owned by the man or it's owned by the Zionist mafia or something, then you're not gonna like, you don't want to hear that. And it's from what I can tell, there's no way to adjust what it plays. You know, if you only want to hear stuff from the alt-right, like, you only want to hear, like, updates about Hitler or something, then you One can't do that friends, here. He calls that upsetting. hate radio. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to hear from hate radio, you can't. Which is upsetting, because those are people, too, you know? They fucking have feelings about hating things. <laughs> yeah. Let's continue. Uh-oh, I see why James is so upset now. <laughs> Because he takes a number, another sip of angry juice. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's podcast is brought to you by uh, Dogfish Head Pumpkin Ale. Twelve percent, no, seven percent alcohol by volume. But how's it spelled, James? Punk in, and also. Oh, there you go. There you go. Wild turkey, American honey. That's right. I thought you only did the other one now. James is angry. No, you know what? And I I, I haven't done this in a while. And today I said, you know what? Let me go lowbrow today. And so I bought some of this to take me back to my old days. Lowbrow? And not great. Excuse me, sir. That was the pioneer. That was the first honey whiskey slash bourbon. It was. It's not great. It tastes weird now. After drinking nothing, if the only hard liquor I've drank in a long time has been scotch. And now drinking this, it tastes weird. It tastes like, like... I don't know. It tastes like poor people. Because uh, <laughs> the other one is not the Tennessee one, right? Yeah. No, the other one's yeah. Tennessee. Jack Daniels, and I for that. Tennessee honey or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Your taste buds have grown a superiority complex. I think they have. I think they have. The only the only taste alt right news and <laughs> highbrow liquor and and, and lowbrow liquor. Yeah. You you should create a malt liquor that's called highbrow liquor. And its symbol is just like a unibrow over two beer bottles. <laughs> there you go. That's why you fucking tune into this show. Don't shake your fucking head in your car on your way to work, you sad sack of shit. That's why you tune into this fucking show to hear us fucking go. So there you go. Done. Done and done. We have great ideas. Evan, take us to the next place. Where are we going next? Something about smooth eggs, presumably about the uh, female reproductive system. Oh. <laughs> I put this in there. Okay, so I'm not going to go to any of the articles. If you want to check them out, they're there. There's three There's three articles. Um, so you've heard of Botox. There's a new thing. Not predicted, predicted by Dave Chappelle in like 1998 or 2001 or something. 
um, called Scrotox. <laughs> Detective Scrotox. Yeah, Scrotox. It's Botox for your balls. Okay. It'll take those wrinkles right out. Get your balls hanging lower. Get them smooth as eggs. Okay. <laughs> as Dave Chappelle says, smooth as eggs. Um, nice and shiny balls. And supposedly it helps stimulate the uh, clitoris better in, in uh, certain positions. Mm-hmm. Very exciting stuff. I can't wait for Evan or Michael to get this and tell me all about it. So would it, um, it would it expand the volume slightly and make it more taut to provide a, a a more impactful sensation? Yes, it's like a like pendulous. Ooh, pendulous is the word she'll use. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, she said she'll say his thrust had a pendulous action, <laughs> you know, because the, the the hefty balls will be slapping against her clitorati, <laughs> and it'll be very exciting. <laughs> the secret ruler so. of the world, the clitorati. <laughs> I am the click commando. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, by all means, check out these two articles, these three articles. Very hilarious stuff. It is a real thing. You can get Botox injected in your balls if you want shiny balls as smooth as eggs. I don't know why the fuck you'd want to do it. If a woman says your balls aren't smooth enough, then tell her to go fuck herself. But that's me, not you. So there we go. Thank you very much. That I honestly feel that's the most important uh, topic we've covered this evening. Perhaps ever. Agreed. For the good of mankind. Yes, perhaps ever. All right, that concludes the news. We should move on to some uh, some worrisome stranger danger. Mike, you got something? Well, this isn't really stranger danger, but it's sort of stranger danger. So back, uh, back not too long ago, we know that some NSA hacking tools were released somehow or they were obtained by this you know hacking group and yep. they had I think that was up for, I think those tools go ahead were from 2013 and like taken off of a foreign government server like the NSA hacked you know a bunch of people foreign governments and whatnot in you know um three and a half years ago and uh the I'll just keep saying the foreign governments didn't realize it but then someone found out and found the tools and like compiled them all, and that got leaked. Hmm. Well, there you go. So apparently, their auction for this stuff—they had put everything up for auction. It wasn't too successful, so instead they're just selling them directly on some website. Really. So in theory, we could go buy three-year-old NSA exploits? Yes. It says on an That's underground cool. website. I don't know what ah. what website that is. I guess whatever whatever people use now instead of the Silk Road. Yeah. Interesting. I, I presume they probably only accept Bitcoin. <clears throat> probably. Just guessing. You don't want to link that to your PayPal account. <laughs> yeah, probably not. You know, when the when the feds eventually bust down the door, you know. Yep. So yeah, that's about it. Cool. Uh, actually, since I brought up Bitcoin, I believe I don't have an article to back this up, but a couple year, uh, sorry, a couple weeks ago, I think there was a ruling from uh, 
a, a court or maybe it was just a mandate from the IRS that the um I forget which one it is but the the most popular Bitcoin exchange has to release its customer records like for the last five years or something so I mean that's that's one reason that some people were heavily into Bitcoin because it was not really undocumented money, but sort of. Um, so now the, uh, that Bitcoin exchange has to, has to release all the customer information. So the, the, the members could be taking quite a financial hit depending on what's whatever's in their Bitcoin wallet in theory. I don't know how long that'll take to pan out. Um, but I did hear something like that. So, James, thank you for uh, adding that. I meant to put that in here, and it completely slipped my mind. That's all right. So why don't no you problem. go ahead and jump in on that? Uh, I'm just going to really quickly. Uh, so Yahoo's hacked again. Um, they're up to their old happy-go-lucky shenanigans. <laughs> well, this is um, another ex- <laughs> another thing that would happened a while ago, right? Yeah, in 2013, and they didn't tell anybody. Or they didn't know, they just found out, because logs, fuck it, don't check those motherfuckers, delete them. So, uh, yeah, they got hacked. Oh, sock? You don't need a sock, what do you need a sock for? You don't need fucking guys checking security, dude, just fucking chill, bro. Look, (laughs) just fucking relax, (laughs) alright? Just chill your fucking ass down, go to the fucking water cooler, go go see the personal chef, go get a massage, alright? Yeah, we have Windows Firewall turned on, we're good. Yeah, we're fucking safe, B. Fuck! <laughs> Alright, so anyway, that conversation probably happened at Yahoo's headquarters. They were uh, in 2013, but um, they were hacked again in 2013. They did not realize until recently they just released it. This time, it's the largest hack in history. Over a billion accounts. One billion. Let me put my pinky in my mouth. Billion. <laughs> hmm. Okay, this is fucking stupid. And of course, you know, they got the usual shit. Everything you everything you need to know about you and your account and your password. So go change your your Yahoo password if you haven't changed them. Um Yahoo's sending out notifications and all kind of information about it. So uh, you know, obviously go check it out. But, you know, this is a lesson to all you fucking clowns. If you're on Yahoo, you're failing at life, okay? If you're using mail and the mail comes to a website that if you're using if you're using email and the email comes to a website and on that website one of the emails is about Viagra, a penile implant, or I don't know what the fuck, then you're making a mistake. Okay, when's the last time any of you guys received any of those emails in your Gmail account? Um, a very very, very long time ago, I guess. Yeah. So all of you clowns out there using Yahoo, including my beloved stepfather. Step your fucking game up. Stop using I Yahoo. I use Yahoo. <laughs> okay, it's a, it's a trash, trash, trash email service. It's all garbage. If you only thing Yahoo's good for is their financial pages. Otherwise, dump it. Okay, so that's it. I'm not gonna say anything else about it. Read the article if you want. You fucking clown. <laughs> I think I still have a <laughs> Yahoo account, but I, I have one too, but I don't use it for yeah, anything. Yeah, I haven't logged in in years, and I don't think it's linked. Uh, to any of my other accounts. 
even like, you know, as a secondary password recovery, provide us with another email. I don't think I have it set up for that, for anything. Yeah, I don't. It's not set up for anything. It's not set up, and it has a different password than everything else because Yahoo's security is porous and they don't care, you know? Um, they're just sloppy and they're just a fucking mess. And I really don't get why people use them. I got people who at my job who still use Yahoo as their personal email account. I'm like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> like Yahoo's fucking bad. They've been bad for years. If anyone can send you mail about anything and you just accept that as normal, it's not normal. Like Google, if it happens at Gmail, Gmail is like, oh, erectile delete. You know, before you even see it, they're deleting, they're flushing that shit. So, you know, and of course they have the spam, but. Yahoo automatically partitions and separates. I mean, Google Yahoo automatically partitions and separates his emails. So you don't even see that stuff unless you want to see it. Yep. So now, Mike, as the pro- probably the most loyal Firefox user of the three of us, doesn't Firefox use Yahoo as its default search engine once you install it? Uh, yeah, they, they made that switch in the last year or two. Hmm. I mean, of course, you can switch it back to. Google or whatever yeah. you want, although why would you use anything except Google? I don't know. You're a masochist. Duck, duck, go, bro. Yeah. Which which is the one that is safe? Is it that one? Uh, like yeah. We're, you're private or we're private or whatever it is. I don't know. Uh, yeah, pretty Something. much. Something. Some, some gobbledygook. Yeah. <laughs> Something about aquatic animals, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. They love internet searching. Zisu search engine or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, all right. Cool. Well, thank you both for the recap. Uh, should we get into some Audible discussion? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yay. Audible.com. Over a hundred and seven. No, I'm kidding. No. No, Audible's great, though. So ho- over a hundred and seventy books to choose from. <laughs> So you're not lying. No, no, Audible is great. We all know Audible is great. I have a subscription. James has a subscription. Evan, I don't think you have a subscription, but you do have an account. That is correct. So we're getting you in the right direction now. Yep. <clears throat> I have quite the little library mm-hmm. built up. I think I have. Uh, I think I have like thirty books now. Nice. Yeah, and the one of my most recent purchases, um, I bought. Uh, I don't remember the name, but it's Anna Kendrick's book. Scrappy Little Nobody, I yep, think it is. I have that one, too. It's okay. I, have, I haven't listened I'm to it like, yet. I think I'm on chapter six or something like that. Not too Wait, far. Are in. you actually listening to a book? Yeah, an autobiography. Oh, it's okay. I, f- I feel like a new thing is people who really haven't done anything in their lives writing writing autobiographies. Like Anna Kendrick, who she's done a lot of movie stuff, but I'm like, who are you? Except for a hot, funny chick who, you know, I'd like to give a piece of my mind to. Piece um, of your eggs, too? Yeah, my smooth, I'm looking sure my smooth eggs. <laughs> um, and also, uh, the guy, uh, Noah, whoever, he has a audible, he has a, a an autobiography. I'm like, what? Trevor Noah? You, you j- yeah, Trevor Noah. I'm like, you just got the 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 uh, the Daily Show, and it's not great. What's going on? Yeah, it's how are you writing a book? It's very not great. But he was a fairly yeah. successful uh, comedian for many years before he that. Seems, he seems very angry. 
he seems like angry. He seems like he's like he smiles. He's like, <laughs> I want to slaughter you. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like laughing and he's he's angry. You know, like he's had a hard life. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Anyway, continue. well, he has Sorry. had a, a hard life, but we can get into that some other time. Yeah, James, you know what we're talking about. But anyway, look at Evan's face. He's like this fucking clown. No, I'm saying he he grew up. <laughs> he's from South Africa. Grew up in apartheid. His his father was white. His mother was black. Oh no, sorry. His father was black. His mother was white. And in those times, like you weren't allowed to associate. So they'd be like walking together down the street shopping or something. And if the police came around the corner, his mom would drop his hand and like walk in front of him, like they weren't together, like that kind of shit. So he, how old is Trevor Noah? Um, thirty-two. Thir- I don't know. Thirty-two. Yeah. So, so he's born in the eighties. Yeah, not not a super awesome life, but uh, you know he's made it. He's done well for himself. But true that. That's all. So let's talk about some zombies, hey? I hate this book. <laughs> Solid I endorsement. This, I fucking hate this book. I hate the. I love the author. I hate the way he writes. I hate who he writes about. The concepts are good. They're solid. Sean Runette. Sean Runette's the reader, right, Michael? Yes. Yeah, I hate it. Michael loves it. Michael loves his fucking. So I hate guy. the fucking guy. He's like, he's like fucking clown, clown, a clown, clown lover. He loves clowns. This guy's a clown. His fucking characters are clowns. Michael, tell us about this clown fest. Such a fucking hater. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and yet, you're the one who I'm sure told me about these books. So. I probably did. Honestly, I probably did. Well, anyway, they just came out. So there's a whole series of books by Mark Tufo called Zombie Fallout, which of the main books, there's nine of them right now. And now he just came out with this one, which is actually a very short book. It's only like two or three hours long on Audible. Uh-uh. This is like a prequel book. So that's a waste of your credit. I didn't use a credit to buy it. Buy that with cash. Oh, that's how you do it. How much was it? Five bucks or something? No. Oh, seven, totally worth it. Still a Totally worth it. This is the <laughs> this is the audible rule. You buy it. You you buy a book under ten hours for cash. You buy books above ten hours with credits. Yep. So it's a pretty good system. <clears throat> it's pre it's pre zombie apocalypse, and I have not had a chance to actually listen to it yet, but. I've been seeing people talking about it online. Everyone seems to like it. So, I'm sure it's good. And if you're all about zombies, and especially the zombie Fallout series of books, then you should definitely check it out. Uh, he also recently came out with another book in the Lycan Fallout series. Is it so Lycan book- Fallout Zero? Hmm? Lycan Fallout Zero? No, it's for fourth four. now. Yeah. Like in Fallout 4 just came out. And, Go ahead. Let me say this. So the reason I don't like the books, I don't want to deter anyone from reading because Mark Tufo is really an excellent writer. Um, the reason I don't like the books, it's I've listened to so many zombie books and so many vampire books and so like so many books, like crazy amount of books that for me – the stuff he's talking about is repetitive. The characters have too much of the same stuff. But if you focus in and you like listen to just his books, then you'll enjoy it, I think. Because he is a really great writer, and his characters are good. 
but I feel like I don't know. I f- I feel like he's his characters miss pragmatism. Maybe I'm wrong there, but I feel like they're missing pragmatism. Like they don't act pragmatically enough when it comes to certain situations. His, his characters act like I love my family. I'm like, you know, come on, dude, just chill out with that. You know, so take that into account. But it, I, definitely, it's worth it if you're into zombie books. You're into like you you want to like have a, a huge storyline, lots of great characters. This is the probably the one of the best books in the Audible catalog next to um there's another series that I'll find and I'll post it up here. But it's big, it's very long and it's a lot of content. You know, like my book catalog. Yeah. There was a dick joke in there somewhere, but I, I lost it. But anyway, you get it. Anyway, Mike, I'm sorry. Continue. No, that's it. Um, there's another in the same series, in the Zombie Fallout series, you can now pre-order Zombie Fallout 10, which will be out in January sometime. <clears throat> How many books total does Mike Tufo have up there, Michael, with the same character that focus around that, that guy? There got to be 12 More or 13 of them, right? Because there's all the Zombie Fallout books, and there's the Lycan Fallout books. Then there's Indian Hill, which is also excellent, by the way. Everyone should check that out. That has aliens. And um, let's see, and there's five of those so far. Supposed to be a new one coming out next year sometime. So there's at least... Are they all good, or is this like a, a, a money grab situation at this point? No, the books are all good. Okay. They're all good. They're just, to me, they're all, like, the same book repeating itself, basically. But they're all good. It's He's not, here's the thing, he's not just shitting fucking shit, con- shit garbage content out, you know? Right. It's not my cup of tea, but that does not mean it's bad. It's probably the highest, one of the highest rated series for that kind of genre on Audible. It's it's, it's, it's a good, solid, it's solid writing. It's, it's, it is good. You know, it's just not my, it's not my thing. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, no, they're good. Um, there's still a few. There's actually a couple series of books that I have not even read that he writes. Um, like there's the Callous Rose. There's uh, a Tim or Timothy series also. And there's the Book of Riley. There's like a few of those. So I think Book of Riley, those are... Those are told from a dog's point of view. Um, <laughs> it's kind of interesting. I think that's that might also be like a zombie type book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I'm pretty sure there's more than one of those. Like there's three or four of those now. And then there's there's a couple that are just standalone. I think Callous Rose is one of them. That's just one book. And then there's Timothy or something like that, or Tim, I forget. But you just look up Mark Tufo. Is it the, an epic tale of a man who no one can remember if his name is Tim or Timothy, and it's really awkward at parties all the time? Correct. And then people people can't remember his name so often that he starts wondering if his name is Tim or Timothy? It leads to an existential crisis and a a, a massacre of, a, of his New York na- neighborhood? Mm-hmm. And then is the other one, the zombie dog one? Is it like his dog who accompanies him? Like, I am legend? 
That'd be weird. Awesome. I'm looking here at his list of books, and I'm not seeing. Which, I'm not seeing the dog ones here for some reason. Hmm. But um, did you dream it? There's Timothy. There's Tim Two, and there's Tim sliced, diced, and cubed. I told you he's a fucking uh, murderous rampage artist. And of course, Jesus Timothy Christ. is a it's a clown one. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, the other one's Book of Riley. Let me see. I don't know why he wouldn't have that on his own website. But uh, is he too embarrassed? Oh, I guess it has its own its own uh, page or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> but yeah, he's got a bunch of books, so definitely all worth a read. I think in the past we talked about it where he's actually done a collaboration with uh, Jack O'Brien or John O'Brien. And that's another series that James and I both read. James, what are those called again? John O'Brien or Jack O'Brien? Oh, yeah, I was just looking at those. Um, That series of books? I can't remember, but he wished me happy birthday. John (laughs) O'Brien did, yeah. I was like, John, I'm a friend with an author. Yay! Yeah, John O'Brien, he's a cool guy. We got to have him on the show one day. What were the circumstances of that? He, we did a, he came on our, actually his, him and his son played Airsoft and he played, he had, he had some Airsoft elements. He like, he talked about Airsoft in his first book. So I was like, oh, this is a reason for me to have an author on a podcast. (laughs) So, you know, like literally he says, he mentions Airsoft twice in a 400 page book. And uh, I had him on the podcast because that we talked on and it was awesome talking to him. He flew. I'm going to say the 306th, but I'm butchering it. It's wrong. Um, but he he flew, he flew the Special Forces Air Command. So he flew Special Forces guys into into crazy drop zones and stuff like that. And he, he flew uh, C-130 gunships, Spectres, and stuff like that. He's a pretty awesome guy, honestly. He's a pretty cool guy from Seattle. And uh, uh, just a down-to-earth dude. And he wrote an awesome book with... Uh, Actually, yeah, Mark exactly. Tifa. That's what I was getting at. He's there's uh, one yeah. or two of them out now. Yeah, there's only two right now. I, I've listened to the first two. I'm waiting for the third one. I'm eager for that. That was actually a really good series. I enjoyed it. Mark Tufo is kind of like his like high detail level, and then what's called it's like pension for like good action. It was really and, good. Um, it was a good series. The other one is a um, a new world. That's John O'Brien's series of books, a New World series. So, and the other ones that with Mark Tufo are called the Shrouded World, and that's with uh, hmm. they're both kind of in like an alternate reality kind of thing. Yeah, basically, at some point, like Mark Tufo's character kind of goes inside himself, and like he wakes up here, and John O'Brien's character is sitting at the table and he kind of like snaps out of that reality into this other reality. I mean, it, you know, it, forget you look, when you open these books, throw your suspension of a disbelief out the window. Cause both of them are kind of the kind of authors who write all kinds of weird shit. But you know, it's, if you can, if you can get there with them, you're going to enjoy yourself. Malkovich, 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 Malkovich. <laughs> yeah, prob- prob- probably the best the two best books, I think, on the well, there's one more series that I can't again, I can't remember. Um, but uh, yeah, probably the best best books on Audible. For, oh, the only other one would be the uh, 
the JL Bourne ones. I like those. Oh yeah, yeah, those are great. Yeah, yeah. Day by day Armageddon. Yeah. Those are good. Well, we've talked about those before. Yeah. All have. right. So, uh, either James or Evan, I see one of you added another. Yeah, I put this in just really quick because I was getting jelly because Michael was talking mm-hmm. about his book too long. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I love the way the reader says this guy's name. I mean, right? Okay, so you guys know, everyone knows, lately I've been talking about lit RPGs, which is like a book that takes place inside a video game. Uh, basically, it's like the like character A goes home, plays video game, and now he's stuck in the video game or he play he's playing the video game and real life. And the video game world has some impact on his real life. Uh, that's basically what a lit RPG is. And this is Phantom Phantom Server is the first book. Uh, it's called a Phantom Server trilogy by. And I love the way that Tom McLaren says this guy's name. He's a Andre Levadney. Andre Levadney. Like it's very sing song. It sounds cool as shit. Um, so anyway, Andre Levatny, he wrote these awesome books. Uh, I'm on the last book right now. I haven't started yet called Black Sun Phantom Server Trilogy Book 3. I've been listening to them like crazy. They're fucking great. Um, basically a WoW type player, you know, but in a, in a full in a full VR world. Um, he gets a implant because he's ready to take VR to the next level. He's like been there, done that, and he's just tired of regular VR. He wants full 100% immersion. So... Um, a lot of things are happening, and they don't know why, and they can't log out of the game, and it's just fucking crazy. So, yeah. It's it's an awesome series. Definitely worth checking out if you're into that, if you're interested in that. There's no zombies, no no monsters, no vampires. It's just It's like, wow, but, you know, it's like a video game. So there's DPS, and it's like, oh, this... What's your level? You know, it's like that. You know what I mean? It's It's the kind of thing you'd see in WoW, or like... Uh, the division or something like that. Um, the way you describe that reminds me very much of the movie Existence. It's probably a lot like that, actually. That movie yeah, was. It's very crazy. similar to Existence. It was really weird. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was horrible, but, but it, was, like, it was weird. There were like these purse-sized <laughs> organisms that were programmed with a game that, like, one of its tentacles would jack into your spinal cord and you'd be living the game, kind of thing. Yeah, and this is very similar. They. They, they, everyone who plays the game gets a implant to, um, and they, they get an implant and they have to hear about the game or get invited to the game or pay someone to get them into the game. And it takes place in the dark solar, the dark star system. And they, there's basically the first book is their alpha testers. The second book is beta testers come. And the whole time, the characters are trying to figure out, they're like, what the fuck are the developers doing? Like, this is horrible. It's too real. People are dying. Like, this is crazy, you know? Um, then they realize, you know, that actually a lot more is happening, and it's affecting the real world in a real way, and they're dying in the real world. It's fucking hardcore. So, yeah, very good series. Uh, Phantom Server. Check it out if you're into, into that. Audible.com. Slash IO panel. Yeah. Yeah, that's Slash not, not the thing at all. But that's fine. Yeah, IOPanel podcast. Evan, no. we go. AudibleTrial.com slash IOPanel. Free yeah, month, uh, 30-day membership. You get a free book. You can cancel at any time. If you cancel you within go. the first 30 days, you don't get charged anything, and you get to keep the book. 
Correct. How about that? That's right. That's right. But you know what? You're not going to want to stop. True. That is very Look, true. Look, here's the thing, right? Pe- people think, people like, when I tell people Audible, they're like, you're some fucking corporate shill. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't care about yourself. You know, you don't take a bath when you go home. You know? Here's the thing, right? <laughs> That's a hell of a leap. <laughs> It's like you listen to books, you probably don't bathe. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. The the book, listening to the books, dude, it's so much. And I know I say this all the time, but it's faster. It's fucking faster. Like you're in the car, you're listening to the book. You know, you get to work, like nothing's happening. You pop your earphones and you listen to the book. Like like during lunch, I listen to my book. I eat my food and listen to my book. All the way home, listen to my book. You know, I only have five minute commute, but when I come home, I put on my, I have a speaker here, a Polaroid. It's a horrible, horrible speaker. Um, <laughs> but I have a, I have a really horrible Polaroid Bluetooth speaker. I put my phone on it and I just listen to my book. You know what I mean? While I'm on a computer or whatever, I'm listening to my book. So I, I think it's great. I love Audible. Um, it's totally worth it. It's one of the few things I get every month that is totally worth the money. Definitely check it out. That's it. Solid endorsement. You done shilling? No, um, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just as obsessed with Audible as you are. Send yeah. my check. So, yeah, you are. I just, I just pre, I just bought like three or four books like the other day, like all at once. You know, I like pre-ordered yeah. one and then bought like three other ones, like straight cash, because they were having, because they were having a sale. They're having a site-wide sale, fifty yeah. percent off. So then a book's like seven yeah. bucks, and it's like, well. That's less than the cost of my credit, so I might as well just buy it, you know. So yeah, and it's it's at least it's probably less than a paperback version. Oh yeah, and you doesn't take up any space, and you listen whenever you want. And the the readers are excellent. I mean, they're really good. Like, there's very few. There's probably been two times in my five hundred some odd books that I've listened to on Audible where I've been like, "This is a bad reader," and you know what? You can return the book. Yeah. They don't advertise it, but you can return a book. Good customer so service. So if you get a book, and the, the, yeah, the customer service is fucking exquisite. It's not in India. You call them, some guy in New Jersey answers the phone. He's like, hey, Audible, I can help you. He's pretty helpful. Hey, you fuck, it's good. Audible. What do you want? Hey. I, hey, convert hey. books I've ever gotten on Audible, I only ever got one that was that I thought was kind of bad. And maybe, you know, the content probably was not terrible, but... It was the reader. It was read by the author, and and it was like if I wrote a book and then I recorded the audio here in my house, and then that's that's the audible book. That would yeah, that's what I've it was. Never I was like, like wow, this is terrible. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've never gotten a book like that. Never, and I've listened to like five hundred books. I've gotten books where people, the reader was just like weird. I was like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. You know, or the author, the author wrote the book and wrote it with like a regular standard book in mind. So the author did something that if you were reading the book, you'd be like, oh, this is annoying, but it's not a big deal. But so they said like, and Evan said, and James responded, and Mike said, so every other word, every other bit of dialogue or, or every other bit of like, uh, um, storytelling was, was paraphrase with and someone said 
and it was the most annoying thing I've ever seen in my entire life. But that was an author thing. Like, it wasn't the reader's fault. The reader's just reading. The reader's doesn't, isn't allowed to take any latitude and be like, I'll make something up. No. They have to be like, and Evan said, and she said, and he said, and you're like, fuck, what's going on? You know, that was annoying. But otherwise, that's that's not the norm, honestly. It's very rare I get a book where I'm like, this reader's bad. This is bad. You know, it's like, I, I, honestly, it's happened twice, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Very, it's, uh, we solidly stand behind Audible. Andre Levatny. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Thank you, James. Should we talk about some, uh, some Star Wars? Did either of you guys see it yet? I hope not. Michael was. No, sir. Michael, I just figured it? we should probably discuss it. Thank God. Let's <laughs> go together tomorrow. Let's go tomorrow, tomorrow together. You gonna hold pinkies? I'll come pick you he up. You can hold I'll my jokes for him. Yeah. No, you oh. cut, get some popcorn, cut a hole in the bottom. We're going to go see it at the bed. Oh, God. At the bed and breakfast Did I tell you about that? No, did, did I tell you about that, Evan? No. So I had this guy. Okay, this story. This guy you went on a date with and he tried to pull that trick? Shut up. Um, <laughs> no, this. I worked for the journal, the Montgomery County Journal, okay, delivering, selling newspapers. And... I remember, like, one day we dropped off the girls, and there's none of the dudes in the truck now, and we're riding in his fucking van, his, like, fucking raper van, you know? <laughs> and it's, like, us, it's, like, it's like him, like, three boys in the back, you know, he's driving, and the van's, like, filled with newspapers, we're sitting on newspapers like clowns, you know what I mean? There's no seatbelts involved, nothing. We're riding around, and he's telling us this story. He's like, yeah, my boy, right? So he took his girlfriend to the movie theater. And, you know, he's like, he wanted a hand job. So he fucking, like, cut a hole in the bottom of popcorn and stuck a schlong in there and then got the butter on it. And he was like, she would reach down and get the popcorn. And he was like, yeah. And then eventually she reached down and got his junk. And he's like, hey, yeah. She stroked him off of the buttery dick. I was like, oh. <laughs> like, couldn't be a worse story. You know, this is, like, horrible from every angle. You know? Um <laughs> That's the first time I was like fucking fifteen or something when I heard that. It's horrible. Anyway, classic maneuver. They talk about that yeah. on the Chappelle show. If you've done that, please let us know. Send us a photograph. <laughs> Send it to fucking Michael at Michael dot com, <laughs> PO box, IO panel podcast at yahoo dot com. There you go. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, I'll send it there. I don't know who will get it. Um. Someone in China, I'm sure. That's part of the thrill, right? IOPanelPodcast at right. gmail.com. Because we're not assholes. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, some of us right. are. But that's all right. That's neither here nor there. We have our moments. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, okay. Rogue well, One. I also have, um, yeah, I have I've not, not seen, seen it either. either. Everyone who I've you know either talked to in person or who I've, you know, I've seen on Facebook, everyone's like, of course, it's awesome. Of course, you have to see it. Even those people I robbed, they said it was great. <laughs> like, how was it? You know, they're like, uh, how was it? Oh, it was good, it was good. All right. <laughs> I don't know when I robbed someone, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. So, yeah, our uh, couple of our friends, I went to go see it at the Udvar Hazy, which sounds like a like a terrorist cell, um, museum. Yeah. It's a Hitler the, Youth Theater. The other Air yes, and Space the other Museum? Part of the Air and Space Museum that is 
several miles away from the first part. Um, it's in Virginia somewhere. Yep. Udvar yeah, has they it. went to go see it at, uh, you know, that place has some kind of like crazy ass movie theater. That's like, you know, a six story, you know, laser IMAX, blah, 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 whatever. There's only two of these in the whole world or something, you know, whatever it is. So it fires the movie directly so into your retinas. Who knows? You don't even have to see it. You just, you just stand there and they just like laser it onto your brain. <laughs> And that's yep. it. You're like, I saw the movie. Like wow. Every everyone everyone just collect into this small room. We're going to uh turn the heat up a little bit, close the doors. That's never happened before, right? Oh, it turned out well, you. right? Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. He's like, too soon? <laughs> no. Tis the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know if I told right, you guys awesome. I'm sure I told you guys this one before. My one of my buddies at work he said he, he's like he's at he's at dinner with his uh, wife's family and he's like uh he's like yeah my my grandfather he died at auschwitz he fell out of a guard tower oh. yeah right <laughs> <Jeez>. yep <laughs> that's horrible oh it's bad it's so bad though it's but it's hilarious oh man yeah, yeah you gotta have a sense of humor about giant tragedies no, no, no. Speaking of giant tragedies, let's talk about some Star Citizen, James. Hey, hey, oh, I tell you, <laughs> oh, that was Jewish, by the way. Oy yeah. <laughs> Full circle. Um, so uh, my title here is two point six, two more dicks. Um, so yeah, they released two point six today to the PTU to the public test universe. Uh. The universe part is not playable. The FPS part is playable, but it is Crash City. Like, you log in, and you're like, oh, yeah, FP. Okay, let me try again. Oh, yeah, FP. Let me try again. Like, that's what it is, you know? It doesn't work. And um, then the... Uh, they Art Corp Area 18, which I didn't know they were making any changes to. So you go to some of the some of the businesses there, and you go into the sliding doors, and the doors go, <laughs> and the doors start sliding across the whole map, and you're like, "What's going on?" It's like there's like a door just sliding across the map, like through your pathway. Um, slides through the buildings, through pathways, just through everything. It's fucking nuts. That's awesome. Um, so, do you think? And for do you think Robert Space Industries have have just given up? No, I think that I think that the community and myself have a long have had a, a long, long misunderstanding about how prepared Robert Space Injuries Robert Space CIG um, Cloud Imperium Games is to actually make this thing happen. Um, I kind of figured I was like why are we having these problems right now? Like, why is this like crash city right now? That's what I thought because they showed so many videos of it working, but once you start playing in a real game, you're like, this doesn't work. It's like, just bad. This is bad. This is a bad experience and you should feel bad for making it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's just totally this. It's like displeasure city. Um, uh, now mind you, this is, the one I the version of the PTU I downloaded was PTU A. Normally PTUs go to J 
or H or G. So uh, I called one of my buddies who's in my Star Citizen org, and he tried it, and he tried to log in, and they're like, time for a new download. So what happens is they're going to be downloading and iterating constantly for the next several days until they get it right. So I'm not going to beat them up too bad, but it's kind of frustrating because we waited so long for this. You know, and then they had the nerve on the on Friday they did a Star Citizen uh, holiday live stream, and on the live stream they showed a video of them playing a bunch of different games, and I was like, a bunch of different game modes, and I was like, I don't give a shit about this. And then they tried to sell you some stuff, and I was just like, fuck you, I'm not buying anything from you. Fucking meet your fucking deadlines. So I'm, I mean. Look, dude, I'm a fanboy. I fucking love the game. I'm, I am I want to be part of that world, you know? But it's pissing me off. You know, I hate fucking waiting, and I hate fucking dishonesty. So you don't say, it's going to be out this year, and then it comes out, whatever. You know, I'm pretty sure that the whole game is going to be out in 2020. You know, that's what they're saying in chat. <laughs> that's what some 16-year-old troll was saying in chat and Twitch. And I'm just going to go with that, because I don't know what the fuck is happening at Star Citizen headquarters. It's just very frustrating. I'm I'm above thousand dollars in the game, so I'm like chip committed. No, the rest of you that's gonna donate, just give up. Don't do it. Just save yourself. All right. Correct me if I'm wrong, and we have talked about this before, but it was supposed to have full release in was it 2012 or 2014? 2014. Okay. Then they said, and then every year they was like, oh yeah, this is the year. This year they released a trailer of. Of uh, Squadron 42, their single-player variant, and they were like, at the end of the trailer, it says 2016. Of course, that ain't happening, you know? Um, There's still time, James. Still time. It ain't happening, dude. We got like a anyway, solid week to make it happen. Yeah, exactly. That's neither here nor there. So, am I giving up on Star Citizen? Not at all. Am I playing other games? Yes. Am I talking about playing other games with my Star Citizen org mates? Yes. Because we're, we are playing other games. We're playing Eve. We're playing Space Engineers. We're playing a few other games. play that um, other one. So, what other one? We talked about one time. That's Elite Dangerous? Um. Yeah, we could play that. We could play that. That's a good idea, actually. Maybe I'll pick that up. Um, Is there a stigma around that? That it's like the poor man's no. Star Citizen? No, 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 not, not at all, not at all. We're playing Eve for Christ's sake. I mean, that's a poor man's Star. Well, that's a classic, though. Yeah, but Eve is like for rich people. It's crazy, you know. My and it's funny that the guys who are in my org they haven't been playing Eve. They so they don't know. Eve is like a fucking. It's a money trap, dude. It's like a you just pour money into it. You just pour fucking dollars into it, and they found new ways to make money in that game. So it's just fucking crazy, but. I mean, I get it, you know, like, you want to play play games with your homies, so that's a good game to play, you know, so, whatever. It is what it is. But, um, I get good people working with me, and we're playing games, that's all that matters. If we don't play Star Citizen, it fucking sucks, but it is what it is. There's going to be other stuff to come out. Uh, I'm looking forward right to, right now, I'm looking forward to, um, Wildlands next year. That looks good. And we got four, we got a four-man crew, so we're playing that. Uh, we'll be playing uh, a few other things. So Summarize. What is Wildlands? Wildlands is the new Tom Clancy game. It looks like The Division, but it's not a... It's not like, you know, The Division has DPS and, like, 
Uh, it's like numbers and stuff like that. This isn't like that. This is like a standard first-person shooter, but you're playing in a four-man cell uh, with NPCs or with regular players, multiplayer or single-player, in a open world against a, let's say, the Sinaloa cartel, but it's not that. It's like the Saint whatever cartel. And your whole the whole mission is to bring down the cartel, and the cartel has like they they give you a list of like big players in the cartel, and you have to figure out a way to either kill them, ex- do whatever with them, or whatever you know. And you have cars and vehicles. It's like imagine Grand Theft Auto, but a tactical shooter. So is it sort of so, like as you just said, a combination of uh, Grand Theft Auto with a little bit of the old. Uh, Tom Clancy, like Rainbow Six games. Yeah, but it's less stealth and more quality shooter, mm-hmm. a third-person shooter. So I don't know how good or how bad that's going to be, but if you're, here's the thing. Okay, people don't want to say this, but I'll tell you, I'll let you guys in a little secret. Okay, games are better with your friends. Yep. Okay, this is a fact. Now I'll be honest with you. So I have I have three guys, Squeaky. Wilkes and Irish. Shout out to you guys. Squeaky Wilkes and Irish. You don't listen to this podcast. You don't know it exists. But shout out to you. Okay. They don't like, so you know, some of them like certain games. Some of them like other games. We don't all like the same games. But when you're playing with your homies, it's fucking better. You know, whether they like it or not, they're like, oh, I don't care because I'm with my homies. And that's how all these guys are. So we play different stuff. You know, I like Space Engineers, Squeaky Likes Eve, you know, and so on and so forth. So, you know, we play different things. You know, somebody plays, you know, LOL, League of Legends. Some people play whatever. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Some people play different things. So, you know, we just have to, you know, we, we... you play whatever, and you're playing with your boys, and then things are just, you're playing with your friends, and things are infinitely better. You know, I would say if you're playing games solo, you're doing it wrong. You know, play with people you know, play with people you trust, play with people you want to play with. You know, I know I at 3 a.m. I came home at 3 a.m. last night, and I looked online, and Steam popped up, and it was like, oh, Trex is playing fucking Quake. Quake. I was like, this fucking <laughs> fuck face. Yep. So Evans playing three playing uh, Quake last night, and obviously you're playing with. You're probably playing with people you know, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what makes games better. If you play with people you know, you can do anything. Anything you hate will be way better if you do it with people you know. So, I would say that's my best advice to gamers out there. Yep. And I'd like to make a, a comment on a word that you said about a minute ago. The F word. Friend. <laughs> um, you've never met your your teammates, right? No, I never, never. But they're you're still your friends, yes? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Cool guys. Yeah. Mike, thoughts? <laughs> well, as you know, there are certain things I don't approve of in this life. Yeah. Turkey <laughs> being one of them. Yeah, we still have never addressed the turkey conspiracy. We'll yes, have we to will. do that. Um, and one of them is calling people you've never met friends. So, yeah, Evan and I came up with a way... Of of distinguishing by he would say <laughs> friend but put it in quotes. Yeah. And then if he if he did though meet then eventually actually meet them, then they've been transitioned to an actual friend without the quotes. Correct. So look. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm not going to do that. I'll tell you why. Because I think doing this takes away, you know, Squeaky is, he's Jew. Okay. <laughs> he's a Jew. He is Jew. <laughs> 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 he is Jew, all right, and he's a fucking fucking hilarious dude. Um, he's he's, EMT he's one Chicago. hilarious Jew. No, he's an EMT. No, Jews are hilarious. We all know that's a fact. correct. Okay, he's like an EMT guy. in Chicago. Fat guys are funny. Um, <laughs> Wilkes is a former Marine and former dabbler in many different jobs. He has a kid and a wife, and Irish. Is he lives in South Carolina, North Carolina, and he's probably not Irish. Uh, I don't know a lot about him except that he's nineteen, but he's cool as fuck. We just were on Eve earlier today, you know. So they're solid. They're solid people. I mean, put it this way: here's my rule for friendship: if you can stay online and listen to a person's voice for like four hours, <laughs> and sometimes it's just silence, that person's a friend. You know, I would second because that. Because, you know, the, the reality is, if you can deal with an awkward sil- a four-hour awkward silence with a person and then say, hey, man, you there? He's like, yeah, I'm here. You got me? I got you. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> then that person's fucking solid, dude. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, yeah, would I let this, these guys fuck my sister? Probably not. But, you know, they could at least, like, fucking fuck my internet sister if there was such a thing. I mean, you could meet them first, and then they could fuck your sister. Yeah, probably so. I actually have a sister, so that's really inappropriate. I, I, you brought it I up. Yeah, I know. I know. Honestly, that's your go-to analysis. Like <laughs> it is. It is my go-to. That's the thing. But I didn't have a sister before. But now I have a sister. She just appeared. No, no. You know, she was. You know, she appeared. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she just appeared. It's like she just appeared. Not. Uh, she just appeared. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. Like all right. <laughs> Kind of. Oh, man. That's good. Thank you for the recap on uh, Star Citizen. Still got plenty of hope in our hearts. And uh, we feel for you. And shame in our stomachs. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. All right. So next we have, uh, I just thought I'd mention this. A new game came out for iOS this week called Super Mario Run. It's Mm -hmm. taking the world by storm. So it's already surpassed um, the Pokemon Go in terms of number of downloads. What the hell was that? At least, you know, Don't number of downloads it. in the first X amount of time or whatever. Is, is someone bringing the Kamehameha in your house? Yeah. <laughs> you have to call the police? Sorry, sorry, Mike. Okay. No, 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 go ahead. Oh. I hope we hear gunfire. <laughs> Please, let's all get shot. Well, it's not Evan. That's fine. Um, yeah. So yeah, so I downloaded the game. So the way the game works, you download it. You can play the first three levels. So you know how every Mario game is organized by like, you know, like you play World One. You know, Stage One, then World One, Stage Two, blah blah yeah. blah. So it's like that. So you play. The first three stages of World 1, and then to play the fourth one, which is the one with the boss, and to play any of the rest of the game, you actually need to buy the game. And so that's $10. That's pretty good but, marketing. Well, yeah, I mean, some pe- I was reading online, some people were pissed about it. They're like, oh my god, you gotta pay for this? 
I don't know what they're thinking. Of course, Nintendo's all about their money. So, but ten dollars yeah. really isn't that bad. I mean, it, okay, it, seems, it sounds like a lot, especially for an iOS game. But if you go buy Mario for like a Nintendo 3DS or something, it's going to be like forty dollars. So yeah, exactly. It's really not that terrible. Um, if there's like, I was almost half expecting Nintendo to, to charge that much for an iOS game. I was like, huh, no one's going to buy it, you know? Then. So, right. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. This is a good way, and this is a good way to get people hooked. But also, the thing is, you could try it, and you're like, "Oh, this game is shit." You could just, you know, you don't have to buy it. So, so that's good. Yeah, that's a good point. I wonder where the extra cost comes from between like a, t- a ten dollar uh, game for your phone versus a forty dollar game for the uh, 3ds or something. Is it just manufacturing of the physical cartridge or whatever? Well, you know, it's funny. So they are still making physical cartridges. But especially with the the latest generation of their consoles, like the Nintendo 3DS, you don't actually have to buy a physical cartridge anymore. You can just purchase and download the game online over Wi-Fi on the system. So that has local storage, or is it kind of like Steam and you it like it's like a Steam Link? So you download it on your PC or something and no, you can no, play it, it has, when you're on the same network. No, no, you do it all on the device itself, and it has storage. It comes with a four or eight gig SD card. Okay, so those games must be pretty small. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, size not like eight gigs or anything. I mean, they're... yeah, I guess they don't have to worry about you know incredible textures being displayed on a sixty-five inch TV or anything. Right. right. But it's funny if you if you they still sell the games online, and they're still the same price. They're still like thirty-nine ninety-nine mm-hmm. or twenty-nine ninety-nine sometimes. Um, only cool thing is you can download games that are older and you can, you can, you, of course you have to pay for them, but they sell like, you know, yeah. I don't know. Like I have, uh, F zero, the super Nintendo version on my Nintendo three DS. That was probably like mm-hmm. six ninety nine or something. I don't know. Something like that. Since we're on the topic of like downloading games online, you know what? Really, kind of rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> grinds my gears. You know, grinds my gears. So we're all familiar with Steam, but uh, maybe we're not so familiar with Ooh, Origin, which is EA's Origin. thing like that. So, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I had to use Origin Christ. because I bought Battlefield One to play with friends at the land I went to in Dallas uh-huh. a few weeks ago. So even they had some discount codes on there, so it was a pretty good price. However. When I checked out and bought it, it charged me local sales tax as if I went to a store and bought it. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so that grinds my gears. Well, I, th- I don't know. Does Steam do that now, right? I don't know. No, I don't think so. That's interesting. I don't know. Amazon started doing that, though, with a lot of stuff. Yeah, and uh, if you use the, the, again, this is not in the show notes or anything, but if you use the Honey extension, which I don't know if we've talked about before, it'll search for coupon codes or different prices, um, and it works pretty well with Amazon. So oftentimes it'll say, like, I'll I'll have an item in my cart, and it'll show up like, save $10. So if the item is like, you know, 120 bucks or something, it's really saving $10 by... It, 
the seller is like including tax in the price. Otherwise it'd be, you know, 130 bucks or whatever. Hmm. So I, I try to switch to those if it's still prime, but tax included. Interesting. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Cool. So, uh, that's a wrap up our game oh, theory section. Oh, well, so well we I'll move on to... I did download the game. I did buy it and it's a good game. Okay. It takes a little getting used to because it's now I don't know anything about iOS games because as you guys know I'm barely a gamer. But right. It is supposedly a apparently this is a type of game that's common on iOS and maybe also other mobile platforms. Uh it's just called a runner. And so the character is literally just running the whole time like you don't you don't hit go you know you don't hit like left arrow to move mario he's just going oh i don't really like going and you tell him to jump but then there's other elements in the game like on other levels there's a thing where if once you get to a point he'll stop like there's i have like little stoppers built in so and then right and like then checkpoints kinda, or something and then you keep going to keep going you then you jump or whatever you know and so you don't like run off the edge of something you know or something like that right so it's a little different way of playing you know especially if you're if you've played Mario before you know it's a little you have to kind of adjust your way of playing a little bit but it is a it is a pretty good game has good graphics you know it's Mario it has Bowser as Princess Peach it has all that shit. And of course, she gets kidnapped again. You know, um, this dumb bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, come on, dude. Nev said, "That's it right there." <laughs> this dumb bitch. So, but it is. It is a pretty cool game. If you have an iOS device, I definitely recommend at least downloading it and checking it out. You don't have to pay for it if you don't want to. Just play the first couple levels just to see. But um, hopefully, they'll release an Android version at some point. Because I can't imagine them not wanting to cash in, you know? Yeah, I'm sure they'd make a lot of money there, too. Yeah, although... James, ask Google what Nintendo's stock price is. Okay, Google. What's Nintendo's stock price? As of 11.30 a.m. GMT plus 9 today, Nintendo stock is trading at 25,100 yen a share on Tiles. Oh, was that twenty five thousand one hundred? Yeah. Okay. But that's because their their stock is trade is traded on the uh, you know the Nikkei Jabdak or whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, in in one month we'll have to pose the same question and see if we missed out on yet another uh, stock opportunity. I think we did. I didn't even honestly. I didn't know anything about the Mario thing until like today. Yeah. So. I had no Honestly, idea I'm looking at the the thing right now, and it's eh, it's not that. It's actually down from. Uh, it's down from. Yeah, it's down. It's kind of weird. Maybe it'll come back up next week. It's down from. I'm looking over one month, and it's like mm-hmm. down. Like it's been pretty consistent. It went up a little bit, and now it's like. Whew. So now's the time to buy buy waffles, tasty waffles. <laughs> Lots of syrup. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of uh, 
Uh, I was going to Go say, the only other thing, uh, I didn't put it in the show notes, but, you know, Nintendo released the uh, Nintendo Mini Classic, the classic NES. Yes. Um, and that's been hugely successful. They've, uh, of course, they're sold out everywhere. And extremely hard to get. It says, they say N- Nintendo has sold almost 200,000 units of this thing. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, they can't make them fast enough. And it's been released for a week or so? Ten days, maybe? Mm. It was released, Two weeks, maybe? It was released. Not that um, long. Thanksgiving. Oh, that long ago? Okay. Yep. Cool. So. Yeah, man. They're, uh, Nintendo's. All right. They're kicking ass, honestly. Although, I think their home console, like, not this one, but the, what do they have, a Wii U? I've been told that right. is somewhat of a dud. Yeah. Um, I don't really know that much about it, so. There you go. <laughs> that says it all, folks. No, okay. Well, good. Thank you very much, Mike, for the uh, for the Far East Minute. Um, it's a new, new segment on the show. Hey, that's an idea. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on in Southeast Asia today? Oh, more mass murders of drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Ah, good, good. Duterte. Good. That's my Human man. trafficking. Good. That's my man. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Duterte. He's like, I killed plenty. Well, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Step, step your killing game yeah. up. Yeah. They're like, you're murdering suspects in the street. He's like, so? Like, <laughs> <laughs> do something. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. All right. So uh, move on to the next section, Fat Chat, Yum Update. Um, we have, I believe, one, I can fly. two, I think we have basically three and a half days left in our uh, four-month-long bet. Am I correct? I think it's ending December 21st. Sounds about right. Oh, my God. I believe it was before Christmas, so, and the 21st sounds correct. Who's put money in the kitty? Uh, no one ever set up a PayPal account or anything, oh, we, so uh, we, we couldn't. I don't. Okay, I thought James had a PayPal account. There's a PayPal account. No, for there PayPal. isn't. No, there isn't. I don't know what the password is. Though. Look, I, I, I'm pretty sure there's one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't make it up. Pretty sure. See, it's right here in the bottom of this whiskey bottle. That's where it is. Just put the money in there. Pretty much. So, uh, what was the bet, Evan? Uh, Fifty dollars a paycheck? Is that what we said? Correct. Hundred dollars um, a month. I think it was no. It was, it was fifty dollars a month. Dollars a month. Because the the grand prize for four months would have been six hundred. Okay. Um, uh, James, I don't know how much you've been participating recently. I mean, I kind of do know by what I've seen tonight. Um, just, uh, this is just, keto, little, just ribbing you. He actually has been it's doing keto, better keto. recently. Um, oh, I know. He was talking to me about shopping lists and eating avocados versus guacamole and whatnot. We were talking about that last week. And you have been utilizing the month's worth of keto chow that you bought. So that's good. That reminds me, actually, how did the powdered cream turn out? It's horrible. It's Not good. A big mistake. Yeah, it makes everything taste funny. 
Like really and, artificial or? Mm, kind of like, you know, saccharin? Yes. It tastes like it, it gives us, it has a saccharine taste to everything. Um, and also it's super fine. So what happens is you, it fucking gets everywhere. Uh, it's better just to go with, I mean, I just bought regular cream. Okay. I just bought regular heavy cream. And that seems to work. Heavy whipping cream or whatever. And that seems to work. So that's... I don't like buying it because, you know, I'm like... Like, I bought a big-ass bag of fucking... Not cabbage, James. A big-ass bag of fucking <laughs> uh, spinach. And it goes bad, like, so fucking fast, you know? Like, by the time you get down to, like, half through with the bag, you're like, oh, this is spoiled. It's the same thing with the whipping cream. Like, I want to buy a lot and save money. But at the same time, like, I don't want to go to the store like, once every couple days to, like, buy more cream. Well, so, I usually buy a know. big one, but it only lasts, like, three or four days. Yeah, and then you got to go back to the store. Yeah, I mean, you I should do that anyway. Like, three times a week. You should. No, I right. like going to fuck Costco, buying, like, two Well, heavy whipping cream doesn't last three days. Again. I mean, it should, it should keep a while. Yeah. And you can buy two works two weeks worth of meat, but you should buy fresh vegetables like a couple times a week. That's look, I, how fancy do you think I am? You just complained about half your spinach going bad. The solution would be to go shopping twice as often. No, I'm gonna after we get off the podcast, I'm gonna make fucking spinach. I'm gonna make like you're gonna make a wet ass. spinach stir fry. No, I'm gonna make just I'm gonna make spinach, son. I'm just gonna take a big ass <laughs> thing of spinach and dump it in a pot and like put some fucking coconut oil in there, stir it around till it becomes like a wet sopping mess, and I'm like, all right, and then you get a pop it's like garbage. You know, you that. No, it's gonna fucking I'm just gonna fucking eat it, dude. Evan lives in a fucking Ukrainian frat house. I just want you guys to know that they're like. I'm sorry, the walls, I will take care of it afterwards. The walls are pretty thin, and there are some enthusiastic people watching a basketball game, like, ten feet on the other side. very good. But let's get back to, let's get back to uh, your spinach. So you're going to take half a bag, half a Costco bag full of spinach, put it in a pot, put the lid on, put it in a 400-degree oven for, like, nine hours. And walk away. Walk the fuck away. Correct. (laughs) But leave, leave the plastic spoon in the pot with the spinach to, to, to hold it down. Yeah. Yeah. Disaster.com. Yep. And then um, when it's done, fill it with vinegar. <laughs> then dump it all into a blender. It, yeah. Throw exactly. it off the balcony. Then you can throw it all in the garbage. <laughs> put, put the rest no, of that then, heavy cream powder in. Yeah. No, I've been using the heavy cream. Actually, you know what? I have been using the heavy cream powder for other things. It's great for making a sauce. If you want to use it, like, with some, with a little, uh, with a little bit of the au jus, you know, you want to make it, like, thicken up a sauce, mm-hmm. it's great. Okay. Know? It's not bad to have around. It just, I wouldn't have that much of it around because I got a lot of it. And so now I'm almost done with it. You know, I've been using it in my meat to, like, have a little added sauce, a little this, a little that. It's not bad, but I'm not going to buy it again. You know, I definitely would not advise, advise using it for keto. Just stay with the heavy whipping cream. I mean, I, I hate to say this. Because I love the experiment. The keto guy's done all the experimenting. He's found all the fucking techniques. Stick with the keto. Stick with what he says. You know, don't you don't don't go off the fucking book. Yep. Um. So three and a half more days, I guess we have until say until the twenty second to have our uh, final weigh in. Does that work for you guys? Yeah, that works. So like eleven up to eleven fifty nine on the twenty first to uh to get your final weigh ins in. Sounds good. 
Okay. This is entirely optional, but I am going to attempt to uh, take a picture of the scale just for just for proof. Not like I would lie to you, fine <laughs> gentlemen. But it's something Dude, I thought of. Michael has a fucking scale that talks to you and says, "Hey, fatty." <laughs> hey, you need to cut back. Yeah, except I except my scale doesn't. Yeah, do that what at do you all. think about it? It doesn't talk. I'm at gonna all. tweet your weight and <laughs> yes, shame the shit. It will do that if you want. It's it. motivation. <laughs> That's what it does. It has the it motivation app. The shit at you. Shamescale dot com forward slash I hate myself. Yes. Dot <laughs> io panel. Ten percent coupon code fat chat. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh fuck! How is it though? Do you like it? What? Fat chat? Oh yeah. The scale. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Does it seem to be fairly accurate, or, or rather consistent. Uh, yes, yes. No, it does seem to be pretty good. Excellent. Yeah. I um, I haven't been taking note of everything, but uh, I'm definitely gonna. Sorry. Now, is it tracked in whatever app it links uh, to? Yeah. Like yeah. automatically? Okay, that's, well, that's one cool. of the advantages. And you know the scale; it does whatever your scale does at your fancy place, supposedly. Yeah, body fat percentage and yeah. whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if I ever get down to a weight that is "quote unquote" supported <laughs> by that device, I'll <laughs> probably pick one up. Yeah. No, I got you. <laughs> I was looking. Shut the fuck up! So fucking proud of yourself, you troll. I was looking. It looks like the scales they top out at four hundred. Um, like all yeah, those, I got a ways to go, but uh, scales, you know. I saw one that's like yeah. three hundred was the max. Like, ew. that's no good. Using a uh, shoddy, shoddy hardware in that one. But yeah, I'll probably pick one up once I get yeah, down there. Apparently, there's you know I should have realized there's more than one company making these things. So there's you know a Fitbit one. There's the one I have. There's... Well, the one you got was it was good timing because it had a coupon code, but it also seemed to get really good reviews. Yeah, well, they're if not the first, then one of the first companies to put one of these out. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember Leo Laporte talking about one of these years ago. So, they've been they've been going at it for a while now, so I'm sure their later iterations are even better, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it has, um... Excellent. It has its own app, and then if you if you're partial to one app or another app a lot of times it can it can link to those also mhm um cool and if you're an apple user my the skill that i have was is one of the only ones that actually links into apple help so a lot of people good to know like that i guess so yeah there you go Cool. Well, thank you for the uh, the review and recap. We'll be expecting your article right up uh, tomorrow morning. Yep. So that concludes the show, everyone. Um, we're going to just make some quick mentions in the extras section. Uh, the first link I have, I've called Spider Wars, a new nope. There has been a new spider species <laughs> <laughs> discovered in uh, western uh, mountain range oh, of that. India. Yeah. And it's... I, I'm going to butcher this, but it's like Aerovixia gryffindori. 
Uh, it's named after the uh, uh, was it the Sorting Hat from Harry Potter, which was named after from uh, Godric Gryffindor, and it's man the the fucking the thorax of this beast looks just like the Sorting Hat. It's pretty crazy. So fucking angry. <laughs> it oh. it's uh, supposedly um, developed that body shape to blend into dead leaves on the ground. Uh, so I guess it's nature at its finest. And uh, the other link I wanted to mention was something we talked about in chat a couple days ago, and it's probably not exactly breaking news to anyone in the quote-unquote community, but uh, Kick-Ass Torrents is officially back. By It was brought back by some original staff members. Um, I presume it is hosted outside of the U.S. now. Uh, but if you look into the article, you should find some appropriate links for your uh, downloading pleasure. Now, speaking for all members of the IO Panel podcast, we do not advocate illegally downloading software, music, uh, movies, etc. But there are plenty of legitimate uses for torrents. So use your best judgment. Awesome. Yep. All right. So I have a couple links in here. First one I titled, There is a God. Prove it. <laughs> so this article has Michio Kaku. And he's a, I think you, everyone knows who he is, but he's a physicist. Yep. He's the Asian Neil deGrasse Tyson. Got long hair too. So he said, I have concluded that we are in a world made by rules created by an intelligence. And the article goes, he goes mm. on to say that God is a mathematician. Okay. So if not God, then, you know, an intelligent designer or whatever. That's the right. grand creator? The grand Nagus. No. Zenu? No, that's something else. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta kiss. You gotta kiss his. Zenu the Conqueror. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So interesting. Oh, but I mean, I, I, there's a fair point for that. If you look at fractals, or if you uh, look at the picture of a galaxy and a picture of a photoshopped human eye or a cat's eye, you're like, oh, okay, those look kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So fair and point. They also mentioned this article that this also does not disprove that we're in some kind of simulation or you know we're in the matrix or whatever right. you know type thing so that's that's still that's still yeah, on the we table we probably are yeah could be do you guys often find yourselves pondering reality in your spare time I used yeah, to, but not anymore. You've just you've accepted it for what it is. We've been beaten in the submission. It's I mean it's like whatever you're doing right now. That's what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. What are you gonna fucking beam the fuck up? You gonna do some fucking magic? Get the fuck out of here. You suck. I suck. We all suck. Fuck suck. <laughs> <laughs> A mastery of the human uh, of the human language. <laughs> yes, James. James is a poet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll quote I'll quote uh, Mike's mom. He's been buffeted by the vicissitudes of That's life. Right, exactly. 
Exactly. Oh, there you go. Hey, there you go. All right, so I got another article in here. I'm just an asshole. I called it IT Guys Are Fat. Um, True, three for three? <laughs> I only said that because in the picture they have a, a picture of a very rotund IT guy. <laughs> and I was like, what it's the fuck? You know, but I guess this is a picture of the guy, so whatever. Um, and it's an article just about, it's called Never Trust Magic, Tips from an IT Guy. And so it's written by a guy who's worked in IT for a long time, um, a lot of it doing, you know, support, desktop support and stuff. So he just kind of talks about this and that, and it's kind of kind of funny, kind of amusing. Um, if you get a chance, check it out. That's it. Cool. That's all I got. Thank you. James? Sorry. Um... <laughs> I'm about to like go outside and fucking rip my neighbor's new ass. Hey! I'm about to rip my neighbor's new asshole because they're fucking so fucking loud. Hey, oh, hooks. God, I fucking hate. Oh my god, I'm about to say something crazy. Okay, sorry. Well, if it's any oh, consolation, anyone listen to the show, please fucking fucking like pinch your ears. I'm sorry, I yelled your fucking earlobes right there. I, I live in an apartment and the people are fucking crazy. We both okay. need to have uh, flashing red recording signs outside of our doors, apparently. Or. Um, nine millimeter fucking lessons taught. Right. Um, and that was sorted all out. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, I put a link in there. I bleach. Uh, it's just a bunch of gifts of fucking like cute, cuddly stuff. It's would awesome. You, would you say? I believe it's pronounced GIF. Yeah. Did I yeah. say GIF? You did say GIF because you said the correct. Pronunciation. No, I didn't. It's pronounced GIF, <laughs> motherfucker. You've been corrupted. Look. We got you yeah, from last week. By, we beat you down. YouTube, <laughs> by you two clowns. Look. <laughs> GIF. There's a couple of GIFs. Okay. Like my favorite peanut butter, GIF. A couple of GIFs of dogs and cats being cut, cute and cuddly. It's awesome. Please go check it out. Um, the other thing is that I don't know how people don't know about this raccoon, raccoon cooking. Raccoon, raccoon. Can, I don't know what the fuck. It's a Geico commercial. It's fucking great. It's so good. It's like the best thing to happen on the internet. That is a uh, that is a like a thing of a bunch of like it's a it's what do they call it? a playlist? It's a playlist of a bunch of YouTube clips. It's a Geico commercial basically, but it's like literally a raccoon cooking, and they just show his arms. But it's so good, you know what I mean? It's like fucking awesome. It's pretty. So it is it pretty out. funny. Um, he makes he makes something yeah, that looks hilarious. like a stromboli or something. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me read you the titles here. Um, the first one's rack cooking pepperoni garbage bread. <laughs> the next one's rack cooking chicken Alfredo, and the other one's rack cooking uh, pumpkin pie. But it's like dumpster pumpkin pie. And the other one is, uh, let's see here. What's it going to call it? Weak old chicken Alfredo. Yeah, weak old chicken <laughs> Alfredo. Now, if they paid any attention to internet memes, it would be called Cooking with Trash Pandas. That's true. Oh, God. That's true. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. 
Um, but yeah, it's so good, man. Definitely check it out. Enjoy yourself. That reminds me of another commercial, which I think may have even been Geico. It was on the Super Bowl halftime show probably a decade ago. It was like a, uh, a koala bear wearing glasses, drinking coffee in a tree. And he was like, the prices are so low. And then some mystery hand comes and punches him in the face and his glasses <laughs> fly off. I think that might have been Geico, but that was one of my favorite yeah, commercials ever. It was a great commercial. That. that was a great commercial. <laughs> See if I can find it for you. I like me a good commercial because I'm a consumer. Consumer shell. You fucking liberal. Audibletrial.com slash IO panel. <laughs> slash liberal cuck. <laughs> yeah. That's our, That's our second one. podcast. Liberal cuck. Yeah. And liberal. James is alt right. <laughs> That's right. Alt right.net. Heil Hitler. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Well, uh, I'm pretty pleased with uh, this week's episode. (laughs) Yeah, it's really gone. Great places. We're back to where we started in true form. Um, You can uh, email us at feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Find us at Facebook, uh, Twitter at iopanelpodcast. As we've said multiple times in the show, audibletrial.com slash iopanel. if you have any questions, hit us up on any platform that uh, you can think of. And uh, we thank you for listening.
if you feel like I do right now. Don't say you're on the run to the other side, my love. You say you wanna try. 